Hello, and welcome to Wellbeings. Hey, this is a podcast where leaders and experts in healthcare use storytelling to shed light on aging, health span, and long term care. I'm your host, Tyler White. Today, we have the delight of speaking with Kyle Lewis. He has been running Spotlight Senior Services and Living Options throughout the state of Arizona for coming up on 20 years now. So it's a great conversation, and we get to take a uh, relatively deep dive into the world of meditation, which is something I've been wanting to do for quite some time. So I'm very excited about this episode, and I think you'll like it. So here we go. All right, today we are very, very blessed to have Kyle Lewis on the show from Spotlight Senior Services. Welcome, Kyle. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I'm doing fantastic. The real question is, how are you doing? I'm doing well as well. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah, it's my pleasure. My pleasure and my honor. Um, so, Kyle, uh, why, don't you, why don't you just uh, introduce yourself a little bit and tell us what you do? Sure, absolutely. So, like you said, my name is Kyle Lewis, and I publish a Spotlight Resource Guide for Senior Adult Services. It's called Spotlight Senior Services and Living Options. Um, actually, we're celebrating 20 years this month. It's Congratulations. Our 20th Thank you. Appreciate that. I was born and raised here in Mesa. Our family's been here since 1890 or so. Ooh. So, so, so did your family, uh, were they part of the group that founded Mesa then? Yeah, you could say that. They're part of the founding group. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, so, so did they originate down in the Lehigh area and then, uh, there was a hundred year flood and then they came up onto the Mesa. Is that part of their story? That's a little bit. Yeah, that's kind of correct. They lived uh, on the Mesa. My grandmother was born in Lehigh. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Okay. So a true native. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. And Spotlight Senior Services celebrating 20 years. Again, congratulations. Uh, tell us a little bit about Spotlight Senior Services. Absolutely. So what we do is we publish a resource guide for senior health care. Um, many years ago, um, before I started Spotlight, I worked in senior health care. And I worked with a, uh, assisted living property and before that home health. So I had a background in, mm-hmm. in senior health care. And I just, as I was out there visiting with social workers, discharge planners, letting them know about the services that we provided, um, I realized that they didn't have a good resource system for seniors and that families didn't have a good resource as well and seniors themselves. So I put together a three-ring note binder Mm -hmm. and uh, tabbed and just put state lists in there and people would companies would pay me to put their informational flyers in with it. Hmm. And then every quarter I'd take their old binder and give them a new binder mm-hmm. um, with more information and more information. And I realized real quickly that this was a good system, but it didn't always work well because if they were doing a home visit, they weren't going to take this big binder with them mm-hmm. and families didn't really have an opportunity to go through it. Hmm. So we decided to publish Spotlight. And okay. That's how it all got started. Wonderful. And um, about how many, how many uh, Spotlight magazines, their magazines, how many Spotlight magazines do you publish each year? Yeah. So in the Phoenix area, we actually cover the state. Mm-hmm. So for Phoenix, we print twice a year. We, we print 20,000 copies each printing. So our advertisers are in uh, 40,000 resource guides a wow. year. Mm-hmm. Well, would you say, um, I've been listening to 
uh, all kinds of books on um, entrepreneurship and such. And, and so would you say that you are a healthcare services guide that, that has advertising in it, or would you call yourself an advertising company <laughs> with the guise of healthcare? You know, it started out wanting to get more information about senior services. So that's what we do. I went into publishing not knowing what I was doing, mm-hmm. learning as I went along. It's all about being a resource for people mm-hmm. and helping them and relieving a burden. Yeah. Uh, so tell us, uh, tell us about that burden and, um, and the relief that you provide. Yeah, give some specificity on what Spotlight offers. Absolutely. There's a lot of family members out there. Maybe it's an adult child who realizes that, you know, mom just fell. She's in the hospital. She can't go home. She needs rehabilitation. And then, and then where do we go from there? Um, and knowing about services that they can bring into the home to help them remain independent at home or if they need to look further for other living options, assisted living, um, skilled nursing, rehab, those type of services. And so, so the guide itself, uh, it, it includes uh, all, not maybe not all, but uh, a, a significant mass of the assisted living community options and skilled nursing facility options and descriptions of, of each. Absolutely. One of the main um, requests that we had from social workers when we first started Spotlight was that they wanted options. They, mm-hmm. And so if they're Medicare certified or state licensed, we try to uh, put together a complete list from the state list mm-hmm. so that there's lots of options in there. We do have Spotlighted um, companies who mm-hmm. pay to advertise in there as well. So that works out um, well for the end user. Very good. And, and where do you find Spotlight? Spotlight, we have a great distribution. Um, we distribute to the hospitals, skilled nursing, rehab centers, assisted living, um, as well as doctor's offices, uh, senior centers, adult day healthcare centers, churches. Anyone who works with seniors, we try to put Spotlight in their hands because they're a resource for families. Yeah. And they're, they're able to give it out to the family directly. And uh, the families really appreciate that. They I'm appreciate sure. having that extra uh, knowledge. We also have a digital edition on our website. Oh, wow. And all the information um, there as well on, on SpotlightSeniorServices.com. SpotlightSeniorServices.com. Okay, mm-hmm. remember that because uh, that sounds like a wonderful resource. Um, how many, how many uh, assisted livings, group homes, and skilled nursings would you say uh, you, you cover in Spotlight? As far as advertisers in Spotlight? or um, Advertisers or the Spotlights themselves. Mm-hmm. So our Spotlight, Section 1 are services to help seniors remain independent at home. Okay. And then Section 2 are the different living options. We have several um, retirement communities, assisted living centers, memory care centers, um, skilled nursing rehabilitation centers who participate with our program. One of the things that we do, too, that... I think is very beneficial to the senior healthcare industry is we have networking events every yeah. month. We bring senior healthcare professionals together so that we can learn more about each other's services and how we can work closer together to serve the seniors in our community. Um, and it's very valuable. I think uh, many times we think we have competitors out there who we may not want to do business with, mm-hmm. but what I found over the years is that, there's probably something they do that we don't or we do that they don't mm-hmm. and that we can still work together. And that's the whole purpose of Spotlight. 
Yeah, I, I do agree. Some of the social workers on my team um, attend those spotlight meetings regularly and have, uh, have, have spoken at the spotlight um, events. Um, where, where, could, where could somebody find a, a spotlight event? You know, we have them at different locations throughout the valley. Mm-hmm. Um, usually they're at an assisted living or skilled nursing uh, facility mm-hmm. right now because of COVID-19. Yeah. We are doing it over online on Zoom. Oh, okay. So it's a great option. It is. Um, and uh, just curious, what is the, uh, what's the change that you've seen uh, since you've switched over to Zoom uh, in, in terms of participants? You know, it's a little bit lower than yeah. normal. People like to get together. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you feed them, they come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to feed them through Zoom. Yeah. Um, but, you know, people do like to make those. It's all about relationships, building those relationships of trust. Mm-hmm. And many times, you know, it's people refer to those that they know. You have to know them first, but mm-hmm. also those that they trust. Mm-hmm. Um, all things being equal. Yeah. And uh, that's a way for them to get together, to build those relationships. It's a little bit more difficult to do on Zoom. Yeah. Yeah, I found the same thing. In many ways, Zoom has made my life so much more efficient, um, yet the trade-off is uh, I've, I've definitely noticed a, a decrease in productivity. You don't, you don't reach the same audience uh, that, that you do in person. And I've, I've been trying to think about how could I have a Zoom meeting and have coffee and donuts delivered to everybody who participates, you know, that would be awesome. There's, there's, I think there's a business there, uh, waiting to happen. Um, nobody take it. It's mine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, um, so prior spotlight, you worked for assisted living and skilled nursing facilities. Um, what about prior to healthcare? Yeah. So I was in medical billing collections. Um, it was an interesting job and uh, not as fun as marketing. Hmm. So one day I saw an advertisement for a home health agency looking for a marketing representative. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to do that. And um, I applied. I got the job and I love it. I love being involved in senior health care and I love marketing. Good for you. And um, I, I appreciate the fact that you don't shy away from the term marketing. Um, I've found that, that oftentimes, um, people want to be resources, but they don't want to be marketers. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, every job is sales and, you know, I might be a lawyer, but unless I can sell myself, I'm not going to be practicing any law. And, and so marketing is hugely important. You know, that's true. And I think that um, what people mostly look for, not a hard sell, but maybe um, an opportunity to see someone who has, um, who's inspiring Mm -hmm. and someone who has um, integrity. Yeah. Um, Those are the things I look for when I talk with someone learning about a new service or a new company, you know, who, who they really are, what, what's their mission and, and why, why, what's their why, why are they doing what they do? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there, there is a, there is a book that came out not too long ago. It's, uh, all about the why. Have you read this one? I've heard of it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I, I think the titles you know, probably speaks volumes to, uh, what the book is about. And, and, um, and, and I've even just reading the title, I found myself asking myself that question. Okay. What is the why? 
and 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 without fail as long as my why um, comes from a place of good intent the outcomes have been very good uh, yeah it's uh, it, it just seems that good outcomes follow good motives and maybe that's the way of the universe i don't know uh, i think you're right yeah. <laughs> you said something that i want to circle back to um uh, you, you talked about uh, the, the notion that we, uh, and maybe it's um, maybe it's in our it's in our DNA. Maybe we haven't quite fully evolved, but um, we tend to look at people within our industry as competitors, as if it's a, a zero sum game, and that and that's really coming from kind of a scarcity mindset. Um, and it's, it's not a zero sum game. Uh, there, there are more people in this state than I could service if I worked 24 hours a day around the clock and, um, th- lots of groups, lots of people have lots to offer. Uh, you know, once I, once I put that wall, let that wall down and, and that's not to say that, um, I need to let my wall down for everybody, but you pointed out integrity and intentions um and and those are those are some of the things i look for as well and when i find when i find those people who are inspiring and have that good integrity those are the people that i want to partner with those are the people i want to i want to be around because um they can help me and i can help them um so so altogether uh you've been in healthcare for how long uh, about 24 years now. 24 years. Mm-hmm. And um, over the course of that 24 years, uh, has, has there been, have there been any moments or eras or periods of time in which you thought maybe this isn't for me? Good question. <laughs> um, you know, I've always tried to look to the future and to see how I can better myself and make my services better. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some difficult times, especially around 2007, 2008 with the economy. Sure. Printing, mm-hmm. advertising <laughs> wasn't always on the top of everybody's list. But we made it through that. Um, this year's been tough. Yeah. It's really tough for me not to be able to be with people. Yes. And um, I miss that. I do too. Yeah. And um, uh, I appreciate this this moment that I have with you. It's just nice to have real human interaction because um, don't have much of it these days. You know, uh, last year around this time, when the weather was was cooling down, the park by our neighborhood was filled with you know families and kids, and the kids would play and the parents would catch up and. I walked down to the park last night and it was, uh, you know, just, it was a ghost town. Yeah. Um, we had the tumbleweed rolling across the basketball field and basketball court and <laughs> things are different. Um, and I, I hope for a brighter future and I hope that this, this pandemic will, um, teach me some things. I know, I know there have been some silver linings so far. Um, but I hope that when the dust settles, I can remember those silver linings and use them to better myself moving forward. Um, how has, how, how has, you said there, there was an impact, but if you wouldn't mind elaborating on it, how has COVID impacted what you do? Mostly it's in our networking events, Mm -hmm. um, with zoom. We still have, um, our advertisers are staying with us. They're renewing 
their ads with us, which is great. Mm -hmm. We're looking at for other ways to um, be more um, found online, um, reach out to senior adults and their adult children. Um, but you know, what keeps me, I just want to go back to what keeps me in the game mm -hmm. is um, the people that I get to work with. You know, I knew they were heroes before all of this. Mm -hmm. Now we definitely know they're heroes. Yeah. But uh, the people who are involved in senior healthcare are special people. Yeah. And it's those relationships that uh, make it all worth it. And um, so trying to figure out other ways that we can continue those relationships, even in the midst of all of this, is that's kind of my focus right now. Yeah. And have you found that your community partners have um, uh, been been open to that and been willing and and um, creative in ways to to continue the relationship? Yeah, I think so. I think we all want that. We're just all looking at how to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And any any insider uh, secrets? <laughs> I wish I could have. <laughs> The answer's there, but I don't. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm looking, though. Yeah. yeah, me as well. It's tough. And it, it, it is a real tough space to be in because many of our end users, to use the term that you used earlier, um, aren't the, the, the most tech-savvy people. And so you're dealing with a vulnerable population. And when you tell them, hey, just pop on Zoom, I mean, that's like saying go to the moon, you right. know? Um, <laughs> I, I had a, I had a client, I mean, just to, just to kind of hammer that point home, I had a client, uh, many years ago and I asked her to post something on Craigslist and, uh, you know, I, I kind of assumed that everybody knew what Craigslist was and, and so then later she emailed me and said, Hey, what's Craigslist? And I said, well, it's, a, it's like an online classified advertisement, you know? And so she, she said, well, I have my three by five note, note card. I just need to go find the board to post it on. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and so um, sometimes you have to really start at, 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 at ground zero when, when you're explaining technology to this particular population. That's really true. You know, um, we, we continue to print Spotlight, and people ask me all the time, why are you still printing? Printing's kind of mm -hmm. out. And not really, not with seniors. Seniors love print. Yeah. You know, they, they love to hold it in their hands. They love to, even me, I'd rather read a book than, yeah. than go on Kindle, right? Yeah. So um, we'll continue to print as long as it's needed out there. They're still being given away. We still get requests. Um, we need no more spotlights. So, um, yeah, until seniors catch up with technology fully, yeah. we'll be printing. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, by the time I'm a senior, uh, hopefully, uh, you know, the, the senior population will be okay with technology unless of course, you know, I uh, am filled with senior moments and, and can't remember how to use the technology, but, but I'm with you. I like, I like, um, I, I like print media the best. Um, there's something about holding it in your hand. I love the smell of books. Uh, I love walking through bookstores. Um, and then you get to read them and, keep them as a trophy on your shelf, so to speak, and mark them up and go back to them for reference. And I know you can do that with Kindle and Audible, but it's not quite the same. It's just not. Um, so let's see here. We all have experiences in, in our career 
in our careers that kind of reignite our passion for what we do. Um, you know, I, I know that doing the same job, granted, you know, there's variation from day to day, but, but generally it's, it's, a, it's the same job. Um, there are times in which it starts to feel mundane and, you know, back to the coal mines type of the thing. Um, and, and then I'll get an email or a phone call or a thank you card and I'll, I'll remember that while this might be my first time, or not my, this, while this might be my thousandth time, this is, you know, my client's first time going through this and, and um, having an impact on somebody's life. And, and that reignites my passion for what I do. Um, how about you? Do you have a, a story or uh, an illustration that you could share uh, that, that kind of demonstrates how Spotlight or you as an individual have impacted people's lives uh, in a way that, that really reinforces the idea that this is the job for me? You know, absolutely. There's, there's a few that come to mind. It's that phone call that I get from a senior saying, thank you so much for, for Spotlight. We used it with my husband. My neighbor now wants one. She needs one. I'm not giving mine up, but uh, can you send her one? Um, those are valuable. They those are. calls that, that, you know, that, that really helps me know that we're on track. Um, also, it's, um, like I said, it's the people I get to work with every day. And uh, when they let me know, they, that they received referrals through Spotlight. Uh, it works for them. They're happy with the results they're getting. Um, the networking opportunities that they get to have. Um, that's what keeps me um, excited and, and going. I travel throughout the state, as I mentioned. We do cover mm -hmm. all of Arizona. So we have a northern Arizona resource guide. Yeah. We have Tucson, southern Arizona. And I feel like I have friends all yeah. over the state. And... Yeah. Um, that's really cool. It is really cool. There's something special to that, um, and, and I can relate to that. Uh, I, too, work throughout the state, and several years ago, I, I made a goal to visit every building with which I'm partnered, and so that took me everywhere from Sierra Vista to Sholo to Bisbee to, I mean, you name it, all over the state. And... Um, and I, and I got to see the differences between the, the cultures in each of these uh, facilities and communities and meet people from all over the state. And there's something special to that um, in my view, and this is just my view, but um, relationships are really uh, what make life matter. You know, what, what I do in a vacuum means nothing, but what I do that helps somebody else means everything. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so we recently changed our name to Wellbeings. Uh, uh, prior, to, prior to the change, uh, our, our name was Mindful Aging. And um, we changed the name because we didn't want to put ourselves in a box. Um, but I still uh, want to go back to the concept of mindfulness, and it doesn't necessarily have to be mindfulness, um, but self-care and, and well-being. Um, 
what are the things that you do that have helped you succeed uh, over the last 24 years now? Good question. Um, what I really love to do is to get out of my head. That's tough. <laughs> <laughs> I used to run. Uh-huh. Now that I'm a little older, uh, my body doesn't like that as much. So <laughs> I, I do ride my bike, and I ride a lot. Do you? Okay. Yeah. It's not that runner's high that you get mm-hmm. when you run, but... Uh, but you do it, get in the zone. It, yeah. I do get in the zone, and my mind is totally free. And uh, that's when I have my best ideas come in, too, is yeah. when I stop thinking, then something mm. will pop up here and there. Yeah. Um, I do do meditation. I practice meditation Indeed. as well. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Um, and 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 what, what form of uh, meditation? What's what's the lineage? You know, um, I studied for a little while with a guru, uh-huh. the Hindu religion. Okay. And she taught me a few uh ways to meditate. I don't mm-hmm. know exactly what they're called. Okay. Um, so you, do you use my, mantras then? With definitely Hindu? mantras. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Very good. <laughs> and um, that's changed my life. It's probably saved my life as well, I would say. Um, just because life can be so crazy. Wow. And the mind can take you in all directions. But to quiet the mind, at least for a little while, mm-hmm. um, really makes a huge difference in my life. Yes, and and in mine as well. And I have my stock answer as to how meditation helps me. I've been practicing meditation now on a pretty much daily basis, if not twice a day, uh, for about about five years now, and um, changed my life and had probably saved my life as well. Um, what is so if, if I'm brand new to meditation and I ask you, what does it do for you? Or how do you, well, let me ask two questions. One, how do you do it? And two, what does it do for you? So how do you meditate? Good question. When I first started meditating, I had a really difficult time with it. Mm-hmm. It was very difficult for me. Um, so what I did, I went into my closet where it was dark. I couldn't see anything. Mm-hmm. My mind couldn't really focus on anything. Mm-hmm. And then after a little while, doing a mantra, taking me there, the breath, mm-hmm. taking me there as well, I, I learned how to meditate that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did it every morning um, and throughout the day. Yeah. And uh, that's the cool thing about meditation for me is I can do it while I'm in line at the grocery store or yeah. at the bank. Yeah. You know, it's just those small breathing techniques, mm-hmm. um, just being quiet um, really helps. Okay, wonderful. So that's the how. And then next I'm going to ask why. And then after I'm going to ask uh, what has it done for you? So why do you meditate? Again, um, I meditate to find peace. Peace throughout the day. Because there's so many things that can take me out of that Mm -hmm. peace. It's bringing myself back to that place of peace. Um, There's fear when I look into the future at times. Sure. And regret when I look into the past. Mm -hmm. But it helps me be more present where I'm totally safe and everything's okay right now. I have everything I need right here, right now. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And (laughs) you sit down and your mind's going a million miles an hour. But then you step back and you look at it and you say, okay, I'm not getting chased by a lion. Why do I have fight or flight going on? 
you know, and there's nothing happening other than me sitting on a cushion. What is the anxiety about? And you kind of sit there and you watch those thoughts and you note those thoughts and you say, okay, that's, that's me thinking, you know, or that's worry, you know, that's doubt. And, and you label those things for what they are and it kind of disempowers them. And uh, ideally, you're left with a quieter mind. Granted, it doesn't work every time, but um, I do find a tremendous spillover effect. Just this morning, um, I, I, I must have made my turn a little bit wide. It was, I was making a left turn, and, and there were, it, there, it was a double turning lane, and uh, the guy next to me honked. And so I, I probably swerved into his lane just a little bit on, on the turn. And um, so then I went, you know, we, we started driving down the road and he swerved into my lane, you know, as kind of like a payback for swerving into his lane and honked on his horn. And I was like, well, that guy's kind of rude, you know. And so I kept driving and then we got to a red light and I uh, flashed him a peace sign. And in exchange, he flashed me only one of those fingers. <laughs> and, and I just thought to myself, that's too bad for that guy. Um, I think that had it been uh, six years ago before I started meditating, um, I, I think my emotions would have got the better of me. You know, how dare you flip me off? You know, how, how dare you swerve into my car? Um, but, but meditation has allowed me to kind of put a little bit of distance between my uh, thought and my action. Um, and it's allowed me to be more responsive and less reactive, I would say. Um, have you done any retreats? I have in the past. Fascinating. And then recently. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. How many days? Um, it was a week retreat in Good Colorado. For, Good for you. Yeah. Um, and in what, in, in what uh, family of meditation? It was, again, with the, the guru I spoke of earlier. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. The Hindu. And what was the, what was the daily itinerary, if I may ask? Well, there's a lot of um, silence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, different classes in the morning. Mm-hmm. More chanting and yeah. mantras in the evening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was interesting. Uh, yeah, I can imagine. Um, I practice uh, what's commonly called mindfulness meditation, um, but it's, it's vipassana meditation, and. Um, in, in the retreat uh, that I attended, it was a uh, it was it was only a three day retreat, but it was uh, it, it was an individual retreat, and so I went to a retreat center and uh, sat for two hours, and then got up and did walking meditation for twenty minutes, and then went back and sat for two hours, and that was it for three days, and it was interesting because. Um, I had a really hard time sleeping, so I did a lot of meditating and very little sleeping. And um, it was a special experience, and I want to do it again. I want to do, it seems like the uh, industry standard, for lack of better terms, is a 10-day meditation. That's what, those are the offerings that I find when I, when I look up retreats. And one of these days, I'm going to find 10 days that um, I can earmark for for meditation. Um, and so that, 
I answered my, my question to myself. But my last question to you in regards to meditation is, um, and, and maybe you've already answered this, you kind of have, but I'll, I'll just ask it this way. Um, what has it done for your life? Well, it's definitely brought more peace to my life. And you mentioned fight or flight. Mm -hmm. That was my constant. And I don't have that as much anymore. You know, I feel safe. I know that everything's going to be okay. Puts me in a place of faith and trust. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I would say that. Good for you. Um, It seems to be... um, getting trendier trendier and trendier and you know i guess it doesn't matter how you get there uh, if if it if it works um and it's trendy and that brings it to more people then then great you know i guess there are the traditionalists and the purists who say that it's uh, become mindfulness i've heard that term you know it's been packaged up in a way that um that is that, that that maybe doesn't align with how uh, traditional meditators meditate, but I think that any time spent trying to quiet the mind is time well spent. Um, so, anything else? Uh, so the mindfulness and the meditation that has that has helped you in your professional life. Um, anything else that that works for you you know um eating right being healthy as healthy as i can be am i perfect at it no but i work mm-hmm. at it yeah. yeah yeah that's what we all do you know and same with meditation that's why they call it practicing meditation right right uh, and i'm i'm practicing uh eating right as well and um sometimes i'm not very good at it um, sweets are my Achilles heel for sure. Um, anything that you would like to, uh, plug for lack of better words, plug, promote. I know, I understand the term. <laughs> well, definitely, um, spotlightseniorservices.com. Um, we've been around 20 years, hope to be around at least another 20 years, um, but it's a, it's a great opportunity to um, work with senior healthcare professionals and their companies and to find out what they're doing and to see all the new companies that are coming on board, all the mobile services that will go into people's homes and help them stay independent at home, wherever home might be. Um, so all the different companies out there, you know, that are, are with us now and all the new companies that will be coming to help the seniors in our in our community, that's that's exciting to me, and I'd like to keep promoting that. Wonderful, yeah, wonderful. I guess you are a promoter by trade in many ways. Uh, yeah. yeah, I always looked at it as connector, connector, Help, helping people get connected to what they need. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of that's a better term. That's I think is my More calling is helping people get connected. Yeah. yeah, well, I can tell that you're good at it. Um, uh, before we leave, uh, thank you so much for your time. Are there any uh, final words of wisdom that you'd care to impart? Anything that I didn't ask that maybe I should have asked? You know, you're a very good interviewer. Um, <laughs> I'm not, not on the top of my head. No. Okay. But thank you for this opportunity. I really appreciate the opportunity to sit down with you and to have this conversation. 
Um, the pleasure was mine. And thank you for everything that uh, you guys do as well. Oh, you're very welcome. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, Kyle Lewis. Thank you. Talk to you soon. All right. And if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if that's too much, simply tell a friend. Hey, thanks for tuning in. I can't wait to see where this project goes. We have a great lineup of guests in the works, so make sure to keep your eyes open for the next episode. Looking forward to talking to you then.